and I, I would start seeing black, like it was getting rough. Yeah. I didn't want Sarah to think I was. Nolan, I thought you were a bitch the whole thing. Every time I turned around, you were on your knees, like. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Wild and Mild Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. This is Wild and Mild. Back at you again for another episode. We got a lot of goodness for you today. A lot of stuff has happened. So what's gone on in the last two weeks? Well, I think we should play a new game with our viewers. It's it's called How Many Times Do You Think Sarah Has Cried in the Past Two Weeks? Yeah, very true. Since you cry all the time. <laughs> so let's, let's see. Let's list off a couple bad things that have happened to Sarah. And then we'll have the viewers guess how many times they think you've cried. I just want to point out... I've honestly never cried this much ever in my life. <laughs> ever. I'm not sure if I believe that. It's true. So, there was a time before the Winko situation where I cried. What was that situation? Well, let's play this game. So, Sarah just let on that there was a situation at Winko. We'll keep it brief. Sarah got yelled at at Winko. What other bad things did you did happen to Sarah? Sarah fell and cut her leg open on I didn't cry for that. Okay, Sarah, we're trying to play a game where people guess how uh, many times <laughs> you... Okay, well... You're saying... You're not explaining the rules, Nolan. You, you're supposed to say, name all the times... Name which time Sarah cried at. Not name all the times Sarah cried at. So, okay, go. I don't want to play anymore. Stop being a little... Okay, <laughs> name the time... Okay. In bed, and gives Sarah the worst sex of her life, and starts crying. <laughs> what? I thought we weren't gonna bring that. I thought we weren't gonna bring that one up. It happened. <laughs> Damn, we're going low. We're going low. That's all the times I've cried. All right. How many times? How many times you cried in the past two weeks, Sarah? Damn, I lost track. Once. Twice. I feel like there was some time before the Winko situation, though. Because I was already like, how do I even have tears anymore? <laughs> Holy shit. So, what is the answer? I don't know, you tell me. Well, okay, so... I cried at Winko because I got overly... I got a little bit stressed and embarrassed and... I was yelled at by some elderly white lady for getting too close to her and she screams at me to um, give her space and to read the sign and that um, I forgot what she said I was distracted like I was looking at Nolan the whole time so I never knew I was even close to her yet this ridiculous woman starts screaming at me so I tell her um can you stop yelling I can hear you you don't need to yell you're spreading virus even more with your yelling and I told her that she was crazy and all that just worked me up so much because she was legit screaming at me like I've never been screamed at like that in my life by a random lady who doesn't even know me I cried at Winko and I wanted to leave so bad and Nolan thought I was gonna fight her for some weird reason like I don't know what type of ratchet girls he's ever dated before that felt the felt had the thought that I was gonna go fight the old lady I just wanted to leave the store and he wouldn't let me leave so I cried in the store yeah Sarah is very much a snowflake hmm? the biggest snowflake of a girlfriend I've ever had what does that mean you're very sensitive. Yeah, I am. And then the other time I cried was when Nolan um, couldn't perform properly in bed. So I um, uh, he said some really mean things to me that made it feel like it was my fault. And, um, and then I was so angry and I just wanted to leave. And then it made me cry the whole situation. That's the only two times I've cried. Falling down the mountain, I didn't cry. Spraining my ankle, I didn't cry. 
You cried when I had a seizure. Oh, yeah. And then, well, okay, come on. Imagine coming home to see your loved one on the side of a bed with a blanket over his head, moving around like crazy, drooling out of his mouth, wide, eyes wide open, nose purple, eye bulging out because it's all bruised up. It wasn't your eye bulging out. It was your eyebrow that was bulging because it was so bruised. Imagine coming home to that and then not even crying when you first see that has the energy or, you know, takes you to the side, puts you on your side and makes sure you're on your side so you don't aspirate your own vomit or whatever you is going on. Make sure you check checks your blood sugar immediately. Make sure you're not hitting your head. Doesn't cry that whole time and then once once I call your mom starts crying. Okay? You act like I was crying the entire time, idiot. <laughs> I did all that. You didn't remember I did all that before I started yeah, crying. Obviously I don't remember. Obviously. <laughs> but you wanna always bring up the fact that I just cried. And then, and then imagine all that, and then the whole time Nolan's telling you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I started saying you. that because you were crying. No. I think you were saying it before. I started calling your mom. No, you said it before. You were saying it before. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I think you saying sorry is what made me cry because I felt so bad. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So anyways, we're off on a bad start right now, Nolan. What do you mean we're off on a bad start? We're off on a good start. <laughs> so those are the three times I cried in the last two weeks. A lot of traumatizing stuff has been happening these last two weeks. I was telling my friend, I was like, stuff is going on between our relationships. Some lady yelled at me. I'm overly stressed at work. Work is miserable. Nolan doesn't even realize it. I can't really tell him because <laughs> this is what happens. I I like I like to, you know, tell Nolan about what's going on because it helps. You know, talking helps you kind of release your stress and just kind of helps you work out what happened. That specific stressful moment by talking it out helps you work out what happens, and just feels good to talk it out. And Nolan doesn't even like. I don't know. So, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, I just you told you. your friends that. No, I told some other. I told one my your friends therapist? some other thing. No. So, so yeah, that things I think things are just kind of at an all-time stress level for me, and I don't know. It's making me break sometimes. And then when some random person just yells at you for no reason, you're like, you're a human, you make mistakes. That just kind of puts you over edge. I think maybe because I'm not much of like, I don't snap at people like I, like Nolan, he, what do you, you like want to fight people every time, I feel like. You're like, what the fuck? You know, when something bad happens to you, like, <laughs> I'm more of like, think out the problem a little bit kind of thing don't don't try to fight I never want to fight you know I always think people have their reason for doing things maybe that lady had a bad experience maybe somebody in her family died of coronavirus I was just like honestly if you're so freaked out about coronavirus you should probably you, just stay home you, well that, if you're over 60 and you're freaked out about coronavirus you should probably stay home you should home. probably not go to Winco you should your your idiocy should go at the time because every grocery store they have a special time they for have old a, people yeah they have a special time for old people so go at that time i'm not saying i guess i don't want to say just stay home if you're overly scared like i think that kind of is bad to say because people do want to still have their freedom to go out and people should be responsible and respectful of like these you know covid rules like six feet apart and all that stuff but for her to have gone to that extent of like yell at some random person like then honestly you should be more careful when you're going out go at the time the grocery store is open like figure out get your life together and figure out or get things delivered to your house like what's your problem and plus if she was 
smart, she would know that her yelling is what was will cause coronavirus to spread more because your droplets are coming out at a more extreme rate. And mm-hmm. and that's how coronavirus spreads in droplets. Me just standing next to her, not facing her, having my mask on. She, you weren't even next to her. I don't she came from on the other side of her husband to yell at you. She came from the other side of her husband to yell at me, get getting within six feet of me and yelling at me to stand away. I can't believe that. See, I don't even know where she was. So Sarah's a little bit exasperated right now, so I will... Oh, I'll, I'll tell the story from my perspective. We're in line behind this old couple, and they have put their groceries on the conveyor belt, and their groceries are a good halfway done on the conveyor belt scanned but they didn't put the uh the little plastic separator to separate one person's groceries from another so sarah went up to grab it and put it on the conveyor belt and then this old woman sees sarah walking up and she yells at sarah to to back off because we need to wait before their groceries are completely scanned before we're allowed to put our groceries on the conveyor belt. And there's a sign that says that, but of course it's it's printed on a regular piece of printer paper in black and white, and it's a grocery store. There's signs everywhere. And it's off on the side. Usually grocery stores have that sign right on the top of the conveyor belt. This sign yeah, it was hidden off. underneath. Yeah, it was underneath <laughs> and wrinkled up. So this woman comes up to Sarah and she's like, you need to be six feet. And at first I thought this woman was like joking, but she went, she went absolutely off at Sarah. And I've never seen, like, I don't want to like go there right now, but I'm going to go there. I think this might've been, there might've been some like racial undertones going on with the way this woman was asking, acting because she was a white woman. Sarah's brown. I've never seen anyone treat me like that. I've never seen anyone treat me like that. Ever. So it was it was just really weird for her to blow up like that the way she did. Like you agree, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Like I never even I she started yelling at me and continued to yelling at me and it, I didn't say anything for a little while until I was like, this is too much. And I scree- I yelled at her that I couldn't hear her and she doesn't have to yell. She was like, what? Like, a foot away from me. Mm-hmm. And then she's telling me to back up. And I was like, and then she, she tells me, like, look at the sign. And then we go over and look at the sign. And I'm like, oh, geez, I didn't even see that sign. So it's kind of crazy right now COVID is making uh, people overly stressed and um, extreme you know you have those extremes people who like don't want to wear a mask and you have those extreme people that are like trying to control how people act in public with COVID and it's like let's talk about COVID for a second because I feel like COVID's a topic that we've avoided in our past episodes out of the fact that it's overly We're talked both about. Tired of fucking hearing about it. Yeah. But I think it might be a good time to talk about it because one of my coworkers that used to sit next to me at work tested positive for COVID 19. Now, you would think in a normal workplace, if one of your coworkers is sick, um, they go home, they get tested for COVID 19, they inform their workplace that they've tested positive for COVID 19. You would think that your workplace would tell you that, hey, your colleague has tested positive for COVID-19. It's a good time for you to uh, maybe stay home from work until you get tested and, and you're in the clear. But no, that's not what happened. If you work at the uh, the repair center for Apple in Elk Grove, it basically has, I, I want to say, close to it, between 500 and 1,000 employees in a given day working there. Upper management is not telling people when people have COVID. Mm-hmm. And there's a good 10 to 15% of people that are missing from work right now. There's a lot of people. Why do you think they didn't tell you? I think that 
they need to get phones fixed. Honestly, I think they need to fix phones and I don't think that they care about the well-being of their employees. I don't think they give two shits because if they did, they would make all testing mandatory. Mm. A lot of like some places, some employers, they make testing mandatory. You have to get tested in order Whoa. to work. What kind of employee what kind of employers do that cuz not even working in a hospital is even mandatory. NBA NBA, what's that? National oh, Basketball Association. Bas- I thought you said NBA. Oh. My dad was telling me that at his work, if you cough or sneeze in the wrong direction, like you're gone. You got to stay home. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you think about it, like, um, yeah, they're trying to make the most of out out of their employers, you know, by making sure everybody's there. It doesn't matter if you're sick or not. Go get some more water. You get more water. I want to talk. No, I'm not done. And then, um, but then if you think about it, like, well, what if, like, more, if people are staying at work and infecting more people, then more people are going to call out sick. So is it really smart of the, your company to make sure they're not mandatorily testing? Well, here's the deal. What my work does is before we're even allowed to enter the building, we have to answer questions and there's security guards at the front of the building at the doors and they have a list of questions saying have you had nausea vomiting diarrhea fever cough headache sore throat uh any of the classic cold symptoms or then they have this other part that says or have you come in contact with anyone who has tested positive for COVID 19 in the past 14 days so this or part, this or clause, is where they're in violation on their own. Because they know for a fact that the guy that sits next to me tested positive for COVID-19 a week ago. So why am I, or anybody in that vicinity, coming back to work when they know for a fact that the person that works with me tested positive. It's absolutely insane. You know, we're not gonna stop, quote unquote, stop the spread if our employers don't give two shits about the spread. If all they care about is work fixing needs iPhones. To be done. Work yeah, work needs to be done, but That's what they're it's a fucking in. iPhone. It's iPhones not, are very important. It's it's not a loaf of bread. You know, it's not water. It's not something that's vital to the survival of the human race. Sorry, ladies out there that have iPhones. Me. (laughs) Your iPhone is not essential. Mm. You know, people that work at this Apple iPhone factory are not considered essential workers. All right, well, thank you for your input on coronavirus. We won't dwell too much on it, but I do want to put um, my standpoint on coronavirus and my experience with coronavirus real quick because I am working from the front line experience. <clears throat> and I do want to make people aware of what's going into the ho- in, going on in the hospital because I know a lot of people are kind of like over coronavirus and they're saying, whatever, we just get, need to get used to it, it's fine. But they're not really... Although I haven't had coronavirus yet, um, it still affects me. You know how some people only react when it finally affects them and they're like, this is important to me and we need to fight this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what people are doing right now with coronavirus. They're like, it's not affecting me, I don't care. But for me, it's affecting me because right now in the hospitals, we um, are over capacity beyond belief. So quality of care is going down so much, the nurses can't keep up with all the patients' um, demands and needs. Patient people are it's extremely sick right now, not only from coronavirus, but from other chronic conditions. Um, <clears throat> so like in our hospital, I work at a county hospital, so um, they've opened up two extra units and thinking about opening up more to um, fit more patients. But they open up these two units that can fit up to 20 people in each unit without hiring more nurses. So um, 
so and then in the ER more people are going into hallways so if you go to the ER nowadays um, it takes forever to be addressed if your conditions not an emergency you're gonna be waiting there for a while um, like for example when Nolan had a seizure he waited there for I, f I feel like I dropped him off at 5 and then I didn't pick him up until almost 9 um, so like let me put an example in your head if it still like doesn't make sense so um, we have more patients really sick patients less nurses so our ratios are going out of balance um, instead of taking care of four patients per nurse it can be up to seven patients it can Whoa. be up to ten patients and because this is a pandemic um, out of ratios was approved um, ratios are approved I mean Having the safe patient ratio is a thing in California, where we, like I said, four patients per each nurse. Um, other states are a little different, I don't know why, but now that it's a pandemic, they don't care. Take care of as many patients as you can. I mean, as you're given, not as you can, because you can't take care of more than four pa five patients properly. So, let's say I have a patient in excruciating pain, I have a patient extremely hungry, I have a because and they could have been because the nurse and day shift was extremely busy doctors are extremely busy they didn't order a meal they were supposed to go to surgery but another trauma happened right. they never got their meal and day shift nurse never followed up and now it's night shift and died the kitchen is closed so they can't get a meal so that patient's extremely hungry let's say I have another patient in a patient in an excruciating pain and then I have another patient with a weird heart rhythm that is signal signaling like um, uh, a really fast heart rhythm right and then I have another patient that's starting to have a little bit of a facial droop that's new and then I have another patient who is complaining of chest pain so imagine if you're that patient in excruciating pain it sounds like you got a bunch of people with like cardiovascular issues so maybe like well give I, got, them a treadmill. I got two huh give them what a treadmill so they can like right if only people would take care of themselves I got two patients in excruciating pain addressing as a nurse addressing pain is very important but addressing um, like a stroke or a cardiac problem is far more important to that so imagine if you're in excruciating pain but I need to go address this person who's having chest pain first and you're excruciating pain from your broken ankle does is not a priority for me right now and that person with extreme hunger doesn't know what's going on with the other patients so they think i'm neglecting them from hunger and that's going to make them angry and who knows maybe that patient with a lot of hunger now his blood sugar is dropping mm. so i gotta decide which patient i'm gonna see first i gotta decide which patient's more priority i am already thinking that all five of those six of those patients have needs very bad needs and they don't know what's going on with everybody else and so if i'm not addressing them they think i'm neglecting them but that's what's going to happen in the hospitals right now you got to just go up to one of the, like each of the patients and be like but that's hey. wasting time that's wasting time no, well, like, i don't need to owe him anything like I don't when owe you him go up to him you got to be like i don't know if this other guy's going to make it you got to like bear with me i don't know if this other dude's going to make it he's yeah, but I just the don't thing know. Is, I can't tell you, but I just thing, don't know. This is the thing. No, this is the thing. <laughs> that way they understand. No, like, no. Because those people with too excruciating pain, they don't care. They don't care at all. Trust me. It's happened before. They don't care. The pain is the thing that they care about the most. Like, um, so I have to think about who I'm going to see first. I have no time to explain anything. I don't have time to ask a nurse to help me out because she also has six, seven patients who are dealing with the same thing so I can't get any help so that's what's gonna happen the more patients in the hospital the less care I can provide to them and addressing their needs and so that's what people don't understand and the, the worst thing is that oh and then who knows maybe one of them has coronavirus that we didn't know because they had no symptoms mm -hmm. so I'm going room 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 try my best to do my hand hygiene but who knows I'm and that was the interesting thing when I went to the emergency room I thought it was going to be tested immediately for coronavirus yeah but they didn't they only tested I only saw one person get a test mm -hmm. and that's only if you have They'll symptoms if you don't have symptoms, symptoms then so um, 
The thing is that angers us like as nurses because I work for a trauma center as well. I might be, we might be working extremely busy. It might be three in the morning and we're hearing trauma after trauma after trauma. And that basically means someone's coming in for a car crash. Somebody's coming in for falling down. Somebody's coming in for a shot. So it's like, why are you doing these things, people? Like When Sarah says take... shot, she means getting shot, not like... Oh, a gunshot wound. <laughs> yeah, it could be a gunshot wound, a stabbing. And it's like, it angers us because those are the things that could be could have been avoided. If people Most likely, stupid. Yeah, and then now there's another people who care more about their pain than somebody else who's having a heart attack. Like, they don't care. Like, if you think about it, if you're in extreme pain, like, you can't think. Like your pain is the only thing going on because and I'm taking from experience of what I've taken care of Pain is like the only things running through their head, right? So they don't care you can't you can't because it's like imagine like well anyways, so that's what's going on people I know you're not experiencing what it's like in the hospital and I know you might say well This is what you signed up for you're a nurse and I did sign up for taking care of people But now this is affecting you when you come into the hospital because if you come in, like I said, and I'm prioritizing somebody's heart attack over your pain, that's affecting you. So avoid the best you can to have any traumas happening. Don't go out drunk driving. Don't go drunk driving at night. Don't go in the ghetto. <laughs> Don't go out drunk driving. <laughs> Don't go. No. Don't go Nolan. in the ghetto. What do you mean? What is your advice? <laughs> Don't go in the ghetto. Nolan. I'm telling you, this is what people do. These aren't like recreational activities of go drunk this driving through the ghetto. This is what people do, though. Like, I don't know. You, you like to hang out in the ghetto. What? Yes, you lived in Oakland for who knows how long. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, this is what people come into the hospital for that could have been totally avoided. So, uh, to some extent, I don't Understandable. know. Understandable. So, anyways, that's my little take on coronavirus as a frontliner. And how it's affecting me and how it can affect you if you come to the hospital. Have you seen... And this could be your grandma... Okay, one more thing. This could be your grandma, too. Grandma having a heart attack. So, like... Or it could be your It could be grandpa. you having a fucking heart attack. And you could... take too much cocaine and you have a heart attack. But it's like a, everybody ha has at least somebody who's been in the hospital or is going to go to the hospital. So, it can affect your family to some point, too. So, I think both of us know people that have had coronavirus now. We don't have to say their names or who they are, but what symptoms has the person that you've known with coronavirus I've had? I've had somebody, I know somebody who had it who um, has a sore throat, fatigue, and nausea. So. Did they mention feeling anywhere near death? No, not that I know of. And how long have they had it? I don't know. Oh, well, like, one person I know, I think, took care of the patient, like, that they didn't know had coronavirus on a Monday, and they found out they were positive on a Friday and started getting the symptoms sometime later in the week, like a Friday, Thursday, and it got worse Saturday and Sunday, so, yeah. But that's all I have to say about coronavirus. I'm done. We don't have to talk, dwell on it too much. Well, I, I wanted to continue talking about it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I will say that the person that I knew that had coronavirus, a um, little bit older than me, if you know me, you know I'm 29 years old, a little bit older than me, but by no means elderly, um, they had a cough for a while, um, they looked a little bit fatigued too, like they were like a zombie, walking around just trying to get through the day, uh... After that, they were telling me that it felt like just basically any other cold or flu and that for them it lasted about a week, their symptoms, but they're, they feel totally fine now. That's about it. Wow. The other thing that, that you mentioned where you, where you have all these patients with the, like these heart conditions and blood pressure and shit like that. You know, I don't like the fact that the governor of California has closed all the gyms. <laughs> I think that is one of the stupidest things that 
anybody could have possibly done because... I think there's a lot super things, Nolan, than goes in the gym. Because you can be doing outdoor recreational activities. It's not, not terrible. I mean, it's not the stupidest thing, but it sucks because obviously... And you know these people who have those heart problems? Those are people who don't go to the gym, so... Okay, so let's say, for Anyways. example, you're 60 years old, you got bad knees. How do you work out? I don't know. So... What, are you going to go to the gym? No. So it doesn't matter if it's open or not. Okay, you're not seeing my point as for the importance of the gym. Like, not everybody can, like, jog around the block. Uh-huh. Some people have bad joints where they can't, like, the impact of their legs on mm -hmm. the... On the cement on the sidewalk well we're in a time where internet is a very big thing you can figure it out you don't need to go to the gym you can figure out a workout from youtube of how to work out there's so many things on the internet you don't need to go to the gym i know it's important for you i get it because you like to do weights and you don't you can't get weights like you have at the gym like i get it but it's not the stupidest thing the governor has or whatever you said has done because um Coronavirus spreads very easily in gyms. You're breathing hard, droplets are going everywhere, all that stuff. You're, some people get like uh, runny noses from doing cardio, lifting weights, all that. People are sharing things more frequently, like, you know, weights and all that stuff without wiping it down properly. So I don't think it's the stupidest thing, Dolan. I'm just saying. I think it's incredibly stupid. I think... I would think it would be incredibly stupid to leave them open. This is the point I'm trying to make. The people that go to the gyms need to go to the gyms. They need that. Sarah just rolled her eyes. The gym is so important. People use the gym to stay healthy. It's not just coronavirus that kills people. Do you know what the number one killer in America is? Heart disease. Heart disease. And how do you stop heart disease? Nurse. Heart healthy eating. And what else? And extra, not having a sedentary lifestyle. Which means what? Which means not sitting around all day. And how, what is one activity that you can do that can combat Getting off the couch. And going where? Going on a walk. Okay, and what else? So that's aerobic activity. What do you do for anaerobic activity? If you're doctor- Gardening. Moving. Gardening is not anaerobic activity. <laughs> you're digging a hole. <laughs> you're digging a hole. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I get what you're saying, but it's very dangerous to open up gyms right now. And I, the thing is, here's the thing, like you say, like heart disease is the number one killer in America, but the people who get heart disease are the people who do not like to go to the gym. So there, it's going to be a killer anyways, with or without the gym. Although I do think that gym, having the gym open and people encouraging them to exercise is going to help reduce the numbers. Maybe you're, yeah, you're probably right. Having the gym closed might just increase numbers or just might make it the same because those people who do like to go to the gym, they're going to find a way to get their exercise in no matter what. If it's so important to it, to them, they're going to find a way. So I already know what you're going to say. It's stupid to close the gym. Nothing's going to change your mind, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. We'll agree to disagree then. And by the way, you're not going to the secret gym that I know that's still open. We'll just see. What does the community think? Are they taking my side or your side? <laughs> Who has more logic here? We'll find out. We'll find out. Vote on our page. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't even have to vote. I think time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell when we find out that, hey, like, uh, not many young people are dying. Mm. I feel like this is young people's time to, like, carry the economy carry America because old people need to stay at home and, and uh, isolate themselves. Because young people, honestly, they're not really dying the way old people are. Mm. You got to keep that 
in I life. feel like this coronavirus was meant to kill off all the baby boomers. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but somebody told me that. And I was like, hey, it might be true. Because wasn't the problem the baby boomers? They ruined the economy to some point. <laughs> <laughs> they ruined all of our lives. Yeah. So coronavirus came here to take control of that. Baby boomers told us to follow our passions, and now look where we're at. Where are we? <laughs> Following our passions? Nowhere. So, yeah, that's um, it's a hot topic right now, coronavirus. And um, I think that even if it's not affecting you, you're young and you can get it. It's just going to give you flu-like symptoms. Um, you spreading it to somebody who can get worse symptoms is really what the main issue is here. Because... I'm just telling you, I am so stressed from working. I don't even want to work anymore. It's not even fun working as a nurse. Um, yes, like I said, I signed up for this. I didn't expect it to be easy, but now it's it's just unsafe. It's not it's not meant to be this way. Right. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. I can't take care of my patients properly. Patients can be dying under my watch. I'm not saying they have, but they might die under my watch because I can't properly assess them in a timely manner because I'm over I'm overworked with all my other patients so yeah it's really bad like last time I was charge nurse and charge nurse you're not supposed to have patients because you're supposed to overlook the unit you're supposed to be a resource you're supposed to accept admits and all that stuff to your unit like it's a big responsibility you're basically the manager of the unit and I had four patients and um one of my patients had a blood pressure of 200 over 90. Normal blood pressure is supposed to be 120 over 80. That's mm -hmm. like the perfect blood pressure. Hers was 200. That's like a risk for a stroke right there. And I'm all dealing with my charge nurse duties. I have to obviously address that. That's the main priority, so. That was like my heart rate on the mountain. Oh yeah, Ooh. let's talk about, all right, on to our next topic. <laughs> so, this weekend, we went away to Mount Shasta. I know Nolan was a little skeptical about going. I felt like the whole time he was like, I don't really want to go. Is it really that worth it to drive three hours, three almost four hours to go to? Like Four hours to somewhere is a long way to go. It sure Especially is. when we have all this beautiful nature around us here, too. I absolutely agree. It is. But, um... I think more in our areas, if you really think about it, it's very crowded. Like, Tahoe was overcrowded. Um, Yosemite, I don't even know. You have to, like, book yourself to to go there. And all these other areas, like, they're very crowded, and um, it's not safe. So Even besides having coronavirus, Sarah's very introverted, and she doesn't like big crowds. I'm not introverted. I mean, I'm very introverted. <laughs> and Nolan gets stressed and I, I I get stressed around a lot of people, honestly. Well, um, <laughs> either way, infectious diseases or not. Yeah. Either way, um, my friend invited us to go to Mount Shasta this weekend, and Mount Shasta is basically four hours, around four hours up north, from Sacramento, um, past Redding. And you basically, it's basically Mount Shasta's big old mountain. I think it was supposedly a volcano before. Um, <laughs> I think it might still be. It actually still is, but it's not <laughs> active, obviously. And it's just a very, like, hippie vibe town, like a very spiritual area. You'll see hippies everywhere, weed everywhere. Although we didn't see that much weed, but a lot of those vibes where it's kind of like people believe in aliens up there, alien sightings, and I don't know veganism and <laughs> naturalism veganism <laughs> and just hanging as out as if it's some sort of cult and peaceism and all that stuff so um i don't know i just like going up there because it's uh just a different i don't know i like the mountain i've always been fascinated by mountains if you've ever seen large mountains like yosemite and stuff i know it's not but like the bolt that's huge like those rocks and stuff are it's huge it's very pretty fascinating. sure mount chest is bigger than yosemite no it is but i'm just saying like when you see something so huge it's fascinating so when i see i like going to mount shasta because that's a huge mountain mount shasta is so huge it doesn't look huge you don't understand how huge it is until you're there yeah you don't. and then you still don't understand it <laughs> 
So and um, nobody will understand what the fuck I'm talking about unless they've been there. And I know I, I sound crazy right now. I know I'm kind of like. But what? you understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, so um, I think what Nolan got out of it is like he was telling me that you know I kind of I'm glad I came because I gotta you know get out of that whole like world we're so used to being in like technology world and all that stuff my job i sit in a fucking factory and this time he got a <laughs> chance to go out into to nature go, go out to nature so i said i definitely suggest like you don't have to go up four hours to go up to see nature and breathe in fresh air um go to your local park or just go to a national forest nearby you and just kind of get an escape like it's good for you and it's Good to just like see where we. I don't know. Being on that mountain though is no joke. Like. So it's what did we do? Intense. I want to talk about the mountain. Yeah. So Mount Chesta is how many feet? Uh, let me see. What'd you like say? Fourteen thousand or something around there. Mount Chesta. We drove up and we parked at some trailhead that was at like seventy-five hundred feet. Yeah. Up in the air. Up in the air, up in and the we mountain. we started walking up the trail, and we we're like, you know what? We saw snow on the side of the side of the mountain. We we're like, you know what? I think we can make it to the snow. It's not that far up, <laughs> and it's all fun and games until you get to like eight thousand feet, and you realize like there's not as much oxygen as there is at sea level. <laughs> so this this mountain was also a little bit weird because. Um, there weren't any trees up top, right? We were just coming about uh, upon shrubs. Yeah, there was no trees so at all. So this is a very weird mountain to climb. So we were basically mountain climbing without backpacking. You know, you know, because like people, because we climbed up pretty high. Like, I wouldn't say we were mountain climbing. No, we I weren't mountain climbing. We're Did I say mountain there. climbing? Yeah. Oh, I meant hiking up a mountain. We okay. were hiking up a mountain. And, um... We were just coming across a lot of rocks, and at first I was like, let's just go up to that shrubbery up there and just overlook the mountain and the summits and all that stuff. And then Nolan's like, let's go a little bit higher. Let's go up to the snow. And I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, we, we climbed a long way. I was, I feel like I was going at a good pace. Like um, Nolan kept like going really fast up the hill. But I was like, that's just going to tire me out. So I was going pretty slow. And I think that's what helped me gain endurance and keep a momentum and help me just keep going where you, <laughs> you fell behind, Nolan. I got to the point where it, like, I, it felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, I don't know what asthma feels like, but I imagine the effects that I was feeling probably is what asthma feels like. Because, like, I would take, like, ten steps... And you would and be, you would I, be. I would start seeing black, like it was getting rough. Yeah. And I didn't want Sarah to think I was. Nolan, a bitch. I thought you were a bitch the whole thing. Every time I turned around, you were on your knees, like. <sighs> and I was like, oh, geez, we're not even going to make it. And I was just like, this guy, he's going to have a seizure and he's going to fall on a rock and he's going to hit his head. And, and he's going to die. Gonna, and then he's going to freaking die on me and then and I'm going to have to run down the hill. And police what happened. Yeah, they're going to think I killed you. But the thing about... And we like, were, and also think before, I know I cut you off, we were also low on water. So that's why I was even more worried. So the thing about being so high up is once you get to a certain elevation... There's a lot less life up there. Like, when we first started out at like 7,500 feet, there were birds. There's a couple birds flying around. And you see insects and stuff on the ground. But once you get to like 8,500, there's no more birds. There's no, no more. No, where I saw the snow, there was birds. Oh, there was? Yeah, I told you. There were birds. Oh, well, call me a liar then. There were birds. Definitely no, like, mammals, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's no squirrels or anything. There were yeah. some big-ass fucking insects, though. No, it was Holy shit. I've never seen ants that big in my life. There's ants the size of pennies <laughs> running around. Yeah, they're huge. And then I saw these big, huge beetles that were probably the size of, like, half dollars. 
They were big. They were fucking they huge. They were like, I was matte like what black. the fuck is that thing doing? It was just walking around. Pressing. It was walking around like it owned the fucking place too. Like it had no no predators. <laughs> like that movie we watched, Star I feel like, those like Star Trip Troopers. Star Troopers. Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, so we watched a movie the night before, right? Of these big old bugs, and Nolan was don't spoil it. Comparing People. the bugs to the bugs. Because they were very big. They were. Ants are very big. I've seen ants like that in um, Lake Tahoe and Yosemite, though. It wasn't really a shock to me. But the beetles, I've seen them before, too. But they were definitely big. It was huge. I wonder if the ants eat those be- I mean, the ants. The There's birds. probably some sort of war going on there. Birds. I feel like the birds eat those. Maybe. That's what the birds like. But... Um, Either way, um, we did, I ended up crossing over a bunch of area there to get to the snow. I made it to the snow, Nolan stayed behind, and I thought it was pretty cool, and then we made our way back down. I um, ended up spraining my ankle a little bit as I went down. I, f- like what's called a twist of my ankle, stepping on a rock, and I fell down after like several seconds the pain went away and I hiked all the way back down but then it killed me like the pain was bad in the middle of the night and I elevated my foot put some ice on it and it's still hurting to this day but you just gotta wear the right gear if you plan on I know you weren't but you're risking yourself you gotta give me a heads up next trip we go on because Sarah's like did you bring your hiking boots did you bring your swimsuit and I'm just like. No, I brought you a swimsuit. I meant to. I meant to tell you to bring uh, uh, flip flops, though. Did you bring your flip flops? Oh yeah, because we were we crossed the river. Did you bring your inner tube? I know. Did you bring your floaty? I'm just no. <laughs> we crossed the river to get to some waterfalls as well, and Nolan was like, so we crossed the cross of it, and it was very rocky, so it would hurt our feet if you have really delicate feet. Which um, usually everybody does who doesn't go everybody barefoot. Everybody these days does. Who goes? Who doesn't go barefoot? But um, and then on the way back, some people were starting to cross the river and asking me how it was, and I was like, "Oh no, it's really nice, the waterfall." And Nolan's like, "It's not worth it," as he's crossing the rocks. <laughs> and then he's like, "There's some crustaceans here," and freaking out and. He was complaining the whole freaking walk back over the river. There was a snake in the water, too. Oh, jeez. Big deal. I'm going to bite you. It's not what? venomous. It's not venomous. <laughs> We're crossing this river where there's, like, snakes and shit. There was one. And Sarah's, like, walking across with snake. her flip-flops, looking back, thinking to herself, he's such a bitch. Just looking at me, such a bitch. I was literally willing to cross the river and give you my flip-flops because you were complaining so much. I did not say a single word halfway across that river until you opened your mouth. Huh? Till I opened my mouth? Till you yeah. opened my mouth. So don't say I was complaining. You're mm-hmm. like, Nolan, you look like you're struggling. Do you need my flip-flops? Yeah, because you look like you were struggling. It took you like forever just to get one-fourth of the way over. <laughs> So I was like, do you need my flip-flops? Because I'm tired of waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Nolan kind of ruined the moment because he was just complaining that it wasn't worth it. So it kind of made the experience. I was halfway joking. You were? I don't know. It felt real. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a lot of pain. I know. The payoff was nice. So. We saw some waterfall called whatever waterfall. Mosebray Falls. Mosebury Falls. Mosebray. It's very nice. There's a lot of women with fake tits there. There was for only some reason. One woman. <laughs> People with fake boobs. I don't know why they do it. It literally <laughs> looks like two. It doesn't look balloons. good. Balloons. It looks like two balloons, under your skin. It doesn't move. It looks so firm. And I feel like there's happen. different tiers of fake tits out there. Well, and whatever that woman had was like the first tier, like that's entry level fake tits. Like those were like the the two thousand dollar fake tits. No, you know what? They look nice. I think they look nice in the sense that they were like, um, you know, round equal all that stuff. It's just she was too skinny to 
get that big of boobs so it looked like two balloons under her skin. Maybe, I don't know. That's the problem. When people are too skinny, they don't have enough skin to make it look more natural. So that's the problem. That's why it looks bad for more most people and all those porn stars and stuff. It's because they don't have enough skin. You know, porn stars are usually like really thin, you know? So anyways, we Not the porn I watch. You like fat girl porn? <laughs> maybe. You'll never know. Or maybe you will know because apparently... So let's ask the audience. Let's say you're at work and at around 10.30 you get a notification on your phone that your Facebook account has been reactivated. And you're at work and you know for a fact that you were not on Facebook while you were at work because that's against the rules. And you look at this email notification, it says where this uh, account reactivation occurred and it says Rosemont, the same exact city where you live in. And you call your girlfriend and you ask her, hey Sarah, has anything happened? Like, did you touch my computer at all? And she says, no, I just went to turn it off. How would you, like, how do you even react? Like, where do you start? Where do you start from there? I had so many questions. I'm happy that you came clean. Well, I wasn't gonna lie. You can't really cover that up. <laughs> you tried to, you didn't mention it. I said on I the was... phone and you didn't you only mentioned it when I came home. And when you asked me I immediately told you. <laughs> well, I was just trying to sleep and his keyboard was on and I was like, Is his computer on? And so I moved the mouse and his whole screen turned on and I saw a conversation, because it was already up, I didn't click anything, your conversation with your friend was already on the screen, and I saw that I think Nolan or his friend sent him a link to Facebook, and I was like, this idiot, I thought he deactivated his Facebook. So I clicked the link and it sent him, which yes, I know it was bad on my part. I am 100% admitting It probably that. asked you to sign in and you had to click the button to sign it was, in. Your freaking login was already in. What do you think? I knew your password. I didn't know your password. So I just clicked sign in because I thought, I didn't know. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't know you clicked how the face, fucking button to sign in. I don't in. know how Facebook works. I don't know that you have to, I thought you were already active. I didn't know. It was, I thought it was supposed to say like, would you like to reactivate your Facebook? It was like your login and your password is already there and I was like he has a Facebook this whole time so I clicked the login and then to prove that you you did not ever deactivate your Facebook so I just logged in I didn't realize it was deactivated I literally thought it would say like would you like to reactivate so I was like what a liar so I thought he was lying to me oh, about his Facebook but anyways I did click on and then yeah how does that make you feel as a person, like, do you feel like you're a nosy person because you do yeah, stuff Yeah, like I sure that? do. Nolan, I know you might think, and I know the audience might think it's a red flag, but Nolan has far more red flags than I've ever had in this relationship. What? That I should have addressed. <laughs> what are you talking day. about? <laughs> what red flags do I have? First of all, on the first date, the biggest red flag you had was you were so full of yourself. You were so full of yourself. You were talked so highly and just like, like narcissistic about yourself. And I was like, what a little, like, this is kind of like super unattractive and such a turn off. But I just gave you a chance because I don't know, you were, I thought maybe there was more to you and maybe you were joking. <laughs> That's one of the biggest red flags. Like also, cause you never offered to pay for our, my meal. Like it was straight up, let's split it. Which I was like, whatever, you don't have to like pay, I don't care. But like, that's also kind of a red flag. You have a lot of red flags, Nolan. I have one. I don't view those as red flags. I yeah. view somebody as somebody going through your computer. That's a red flag. Yeah, that's a red flag. I'll somebody admit it. splitting the bill. That is not a red flag. No, it's not. It's not necessarily. It's it's like some people will consider. You should see a lot of people will consider that a red flag because. It's not that you didn't, you didn't even offer, like, it was just like, alright, sweet, she's gonna see, pay her part. You see this manipulation I have to deal with, audience? You oh, see geez. this? 
So anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know how Latinas are, we're pretty crazy and we all find out everything. You can never keep a secret from us. Apparently. So you signed up, you thought being with Latina was all about, I don't know, but it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more you have to deal with when it comes with the Latina. I'm learning. <laughs> it's not just, I don't know, feistiness. There's a lot more to it. So you signed up for it. This is what you're going to get. I'm dealing with the effects of having a white boyfriend, so <laughs> you have to deal with the effects. The psychological effects of having a white boyfriend. Let's talk about Sarah's such a racist. Sarah How much loves time are we on? I don't know, fifty minutes? Sixty maybe? I don't know. Why don't you look? Sarah's biggest thing these days is asking me if I want to take over shit. It's so funny because he'll I'll like pick up a piece of rope and she'll ask me if I want to whip something. <laughs> no. I was thinking about this, but the thing is, Nolan tells me, we go to Mount Shasta, right? There's like some native looking people. Or like, we watched a Guatemalan, Guatemalan um, documentary and it talks about the Aztecs or Mayans or something, I forgot. So he's thinking I'm part like Mayan Aztec in, just in my blood. So then we go to Mount Shasta, he sees these like native looking people or Mexican looking people and he asks me, I forgot what you asked me specifically, but what, you were like, when you see these people, like, do you, like, just want to talk to them or relate to them? I and didn't say that. What did you say? What did you say? I said something along the lines of, like, do you want to take their scalps or some shit like that? No, you said something about, like, do you want to, like... So, Nolan says that first. So, of course, I'm going to make him feel bad and say, hey, Nolan, do you look at white people and ask them or, and think that you want to take over land take over I don't know that park bench before they get to it because you're so used to colonizing things it's in your genes oh Nolan you just picked up that rope does that make you do you have an instinct to just want to whip someone <laughs> because that's in your genes <laughs> so I was just throwing it back at you and obviously it's a little more extreme because white people have done some extreme things in the past that's just saying <laughs> Nolan can never come at me with racist stuff because Nolan's because of Nolan's race or whatever his whiteism there's always worse things white people have done <laughs> Try to you know what the most hypocritical thing was of our trip we want to talk about racism was that woman that came up to us when we were sitting on the bench <laughs> yeah so um and we were extremely thirsty. We bought ourselves a, what is it, a gallon of crystal, crystal geyser. So we go to the uh, the grocery store, the locally owned grocery store. There's like store, two grocery which stores. Which is super hippie, super hipster, whatever you want to call it. All they have They're is... They're out there. Yeah. All they have is crystal geyser and gallons of water. Um, we wanted a big one. And so we have breakfast the next day. We're eating on the at the park. We had a little bed. picnic. Had a little picnic. Um, With our crystal geyser water bottle. Yeah, it was sitting <laughs> out there. And this lady comes up. Um, and she's like, hey, can I tell you something? And I look at Nolan first because I wanted staring, him to answer. She's not telling us anything. She's telling me. She's not looking at Sarah at all. It's another remember. old white lady. Yeah. I feel like old white ladies are on the tear these days. <laughs> she looks at me and she tells me that... Uh, Hey, I don't want to disturb you guys or anything, but can I just tell you that um, Crystal Geyser, they're a corporation, and they really want to uh, take over the native indigenous people's land and... Uh, water? I thought it was just talked about, like, if they want to take over the water. Take the water supply from the natives here. So, I'd just like to ask you if you could take the label off your bottle, because that's free advertising for... A company that we really don't like around here and frankly it's a it's very she looks at Sarah then she looks at me she's like it's very offensive to brown people and I was just like what the fuck and I'm like thinking literally the grocery store only sold crystal guys yeah so that's not a thing like <laughs> go tell go, go tell that to your yeah, grocery store go tell the store owners that you give so many shits. And I should have said. We should have said. I that. looked at Sarah and I was like, Sarah, I'm so sorry. I offended you by drinking this water that you purchased for me. 
<laughs> I purchased it for you. Yeah, so... So I, I got so mad and I just took a huge chug of that water bottle after she was done talking. And then Sarah's like, you know what, you should go fill it up and <laughs> at the spring. Because right next to where we were sitting is where all the natives, they like to play music and fill up their water bottles and stuff. Because it's like natural spring water that's there. <laughs> Sarah's I'm like, touched. you should take the Crystal Geyser water bottle and fill it up. <laughs> Instead of buying a new one. And and then I'll record you. I'm like, oh my god. I just want to <laughs> And then we're going to show the lady and be like, look lady, we're using these water bottles to fill up with the spring water. It's like, don't, like, you're barking up the wrong tree, lady. Like, fuck, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. We obviously don't give two shits. I feel like when you live in a very liberal area, that's like stuff you see a lot. Like I feel like that type of stuff happens a lot in Berkeley. People have want to say their beliefs in front of you. Hey, that's not right. Can I tell you something? You wearing that leather jacket is very offensive to us. Like they'll, they're like that. Yeah. So. Nolan wasn't very happy. I was just like, just I didn't like, say anything to her. Yeah, Nolan didn't. Say, we didn't say anything at all. I don't think we said. A I didn't word. want to cause any problems. Yeah, I'm already scared and sick of white old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, but I was just like, take off the label because I mean, I also don't like free advertisement regardless. It didn't really affect me to have it on or to have it off. But I was like, whatever, take it off. And now we can uh, tell the difference between which one we got from the spring water and which one is the actual crystal geyser yeah. filtered water. That's one of those situations where it's like so irritating, but at the same time, it's not worth like dying for, you know? Mm. You don't want to die on the hill for the label and the water bottle. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... I mean, I think what it like uh, upset me the most was just the fact that that was literally the only water brand at that store which was like five minutes away (laughs) like don't tell me you're all fighting for this if you can't even tell your store make your store like not sell that right there should be other brands or more like responsible and i thought the funniest part was when she lumped all brown people into one group (laughs) oh my god it's offensive to brown people. Yeah. Obviously. Sorry, brown people. Sorry, brown people of America. Me. <laughs> if I was there, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't have mentioned that comment. Right? <laughs> Probably that not. We were thinking. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of things going on in the world right now. People with all their, with how much, with all their beliefs and. You know, I just like to think that, you know, everybody's raised differently and everybody has their own um, beliefs. And if you want to live a certain way, it's because you were raised a certain way. Not everybody's raised the same. You can have your way of life, but um, you have to respect another person's way of life. Right, yeah. As well. Somebody's not going to change because you're being angry at them for doing something they were raised to do. Um, Of course, there's bad people out there that need their life to be a little different. Like if you believe in, I don't know. Violence. Violence and torturing (laughs) animals because you think, oh, it's just animals that don't have, feel pain or whatever. That's like, come on. Stuff to certain extents, but just know people have their reasons for the way they are. Like that lady, like at the Winco. I mean, I'm human, I made a mistake. You don't have to yell at me, you're not my mom. Not even my mom yells at me like that. Yeah, I feel like people, if for certain people, if anything goes wrong for them, they overreact. They overreact really bad, and it's just like, relax. Like you're making the whole situation worse. <laughs> I mean, I love that Nolan said she was embarrassing herself because I was telling Nolan I was like I was crying because I felt so embarrassed. Like I felt so dumb for what I did. But he's like, no, she was embarrassing herself. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. She was acting like a freaking psycho. So embarrassing. So, yeah. Where are we? Are you done talking? No, I mean, if we have more stuff, I don't know how much time we're at. 
I think we're probably at like an hour Can you not see minutes. it? I looked at the clock. Oh. Otherwise, things have been going good at the apartment. You know, we're still... Are you having fun with me? We're still learning. Oh, the other day, Nolan freaked out because he freaking almost cracked his head open when we were wrestling. So now I have to play easy on him. <laughs> I have a bunch of marks on my body because of you, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning to defend myself better. <laughs> but apparently it's too much for you. <laughs> almost. I almost cracked your head open. So, I mean, it's good. We're uh, gonna go grocery shopping pretty soon. It's my turn to buy the groceries. And um, keeping the area clean still, I guess. My cat is adjusting much better. Cat is a lot more well behaved. Not yeah. so loud. I'm getting better sleep. Yeah, he's my sweetie pie. <laughs> he, he's very well behaved. Yeah. He doesn't, like, we keep the door closed. He doesn't sit by the door and scratch the door I like other do you, cats You know when do. he wants to go out, he stands by the door. And so that's how we know. Like, he doesn't do anything more. He knows when he, we, he, that's his signal to go out. I love it. He's he a very nice cat. He's not annoying. Some cats are annoying. He's not annoying. I like him. He says his, he meows when I, like, get ready in the morning or whatever. He's meow. And I'm like. <laughs> so, you have anything else you want to bring up? No, I'm having a good time. I'm in a good place right now. I know I mentioned we I had a seizure, but don't be worried about that, listeners. It's 100% under control. You don't have to worry about anything. I mean, seizures are a big deal, but they look um, they look a lot more scary than they are. I mean, no, they're pretty scary, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> But I was mentioning get a scene, what's it called, a service dog that can warn you of having seizures, maybe in the future. Well, I was lit, so this is the situation for me having a seizure. I was taking a nap after work. I was just super exhausted and super stressed, not getting very good sleep. Ow! That's all that triggered it. It's, it's nothing major. So. Nolan had a purple eye for like... I had a hematoma, black eye. Black eye for a little while, for a week or something. Mm -hmm. So, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in two weeks, or we'll talk to you in two weeks. We're trying to do these podcasts on weekends, but our weekends get pretty. Sarah wants busy. to do stuff on the weekends. They get pretty busy, and we're too tired to talk. <laughs> so sorry. Looks like we'll be doing it every Monday. Every Monday or Tuesday. Every other Monday. Thanks. Have a good day.